Legends with Bevo presents the Bevo and Biggie Show. Well, g'day and welcome to the Bevy and a Bevy. <laughs> <laughs> nice starting, Bevo. Oh, jeez. I'm not to a good start. <laughs> no, you, should, no, you should just stick with this. This is perfect. <laughs> Welcome to the Bevo and Biggie show. Oh, there we go. I'm going to run eventually. Mate, I'm still, I think I'm still hanging over from Portsmouth on the weekend. Uh, top of the ladder three in a row. How, how good are we going? What's going on with your tides, you, mate? You guys are just unbelievable at the moment. I'm, I'm not going to say much about my team, but um, you guys are on top of the ladder, which is unbelievable. Yeah, going on very nicely. Uh, it's only early days, mate. I won't get too far ahead of ourselves. And you guys... Yeah, well, well mate, the last three premierships. season's going to start or finish, mate. <laughs> What's that? We just don't know when this season's going to start or finish. Oh, exactly. It's a bit all over at the shop. All over the shop at the moment. It's obviously uh, with the COVID situation of young Connor and McKenna during the week, the Bombers player. And then there was talk of you know, him being... Um, found positive, and then there's talk today that he's been negative. It's I don't know about you, mate. I'm confused. Mate, again, this could be the best thing for the Port Adelaide Footy Club ever. You guys might not even have to play another game for the whole season. You've just gone on top of the ladder for the rest of it. Hey, I, I wouldn't mind. They can handle some premiership now. That's fine. No worries. <laughs> absolutely, mate. Absolutely. <laughs> now, we find you tonight, mate, at the, uh, the Hilltop. CrossFit, is that correct? Do I get that correct? Yeah, mate, I'm here at Hilltop CrossFit. I'm actually just trying to do sign language with one of my athletes here. She's just done a squat. Now, we've just got to try and work out. She's just squatted 75 kilos. What did you do last week? 75. All right, so we're going to go up. We're going to go 77.5. So what I'm going to do, Bevo, is she's going to go up, and I'm going to, when she does her set, we'll film this one. Love it. This is and great. I've got the Bella back here doing a bit of tricep work, and... You know, the Linda back here just hanging around like a bad smell and goodness knows what else, matey. But you have caught me towards the end of the training session. So, like I said, this is going to be one of the more interesting Bevo and Biggie shows is that I'm going to be dropping in and out every now and then. You're going to have to start talking to yourself, mate. I think people think you're going nuts all of a sudden. But I'm going to have to drop in and out to spot people every now and then. But um, it's no, man, I, love it. I love it, mate. This is the best. <laughs> Up, up here at Hilltop CrossFit at 6 for 6 weightlifting, it's uh, the best gym in the Adelaide Hills, matey. So, um, so how, many have you got, how many have you got training there tonight, buddy? Well, most of the team's had most of the team's gone now, matey. So we've just got, what do we got? Two, four athletes left, but we would have had about eight in here earlier. So we're just coming to the end of the training session now. That's unreal. And you train all eight yourself or have you got other trainers there as well? Oh, I've probably up here about 12 athletes, um, ranging from powerlifters to weightlifters to, maybe you're going you're gonna to have a moment here where I'm going to get Linda to film this. I'm going to be spotting one of my girls now. So let, I'm going to flip this camera around, Bevo. Let's I love see, it. Here we go. Uh, so what's, uh, what's okay. Linda? What's her, what's her PB? What's she going for here, mate? Uh, this is 60 kilo, which is not a PB, but she's just getting up towards her her max. So she needs the big guy to spot. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we'll just come back to it again. 
so that was so that was Linda, was it? And she was doing she was doing a squat there. Linda was doing the voiceovers. Yep. Gianna is the, the lovely lady lifting it, but Lenny was doing the voiceovers. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> hey, 60 kilos, um, 60 kilos for a squat, that's pretty impressive. Not bad for a young kid, mate. It, the, the cool thing about up here in Mount Barker, mate, is I look after a lot of young kids between the ages of sort of 14 I start with and look up to athletes that are in their sort of 50s. So it's a very mixed bag and a very mixed group. So uh, it's a, a lot of fun, matey. And trust me, it's a lot more fun here than it is in Victoria. Yeah, no, exactly right. Hey, we'll talk about them in a minute uh, with our, oh. mates, uh, our mate, Dan Andrews. Gee whiz. Matey, hey, um, seriously, this bloke. Oh, what, a, what an absolute knob. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah. Um, what actually happened with your gym in the COVID situation, mate? Um, and were you sort of training from home, all you guys? Or were you able to still get in there? What was the... Oh, look, the, the, the gym here, mate, the community up here is so good. So good. I don't think I've ever met a community quite like this. The the owners of the gym, Russ and Tours, and I'll actually, I'll introduce you to Tours in a minute. She's just sitting over there with one of the other athletes from the CrossFit class, and they rented out all their equipment to people so people could come in and borrow equipment over COVID. So they gave That's away so all their awesome. stuff to, for people to use over the whole time. You know, it was just a lovely thing they did to keep people involved and keep people fit and healthy. That is wonderful. Because I'll tell you what, mate, gym equipment during the COVID situation was like hotcakes. You couldn't even buy anywhere from Rebel Sports, Big W. It was just, it was unbelievable. So the fact you that still you, guys... can't, you still can't buy stuff now. <laughs> this is, you know, it's starting to become weeks and weeks and almost months past the, you know, opening dates again for stuff. So, you know, it, it's absolutely crazy. Like I said, the world we live in, and, and I'm going to get one, of, I'm going to get half of the owner. Victoria, she's this is Victoria. Victoria. She's uh, the owner here. You are you're live on the Bevo and Biggie show, Tours. She's a Western Bulldog supporter. Very much so. Good stuff. And her yep. partner is a um, GWS supporter. You had a good week last Oh, night. wow. That would be very interesting on Friday night then. <laughs> it was pretty good. I, I won't lie. How I, good was the biffer? How good was that biffer on three quarters time? <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't even, like, I can't believe even they, like, they sent, like, that the GWS player off on the, like, to the toss. It was the same guy that had had the running with the bond, like, last year. It's just like, oh, this is not going to end well. Yeah. And then that massive brawl players coming off the bench. It was, it was like yeah. back in the 90s again, wasn't it? It was good. A couple of ripped jerseys. <laughs> that was Tors' favourite part of the whole thing was get the rigs out and yeah. bring back the bib. <laughs> so Tors, do you uh, do you do a bit of training yourself as well? Yeah, yep. So um, so I'm, I usually do a fair bit of CrossFit. Um, and then in the summer, uh, just competing in some surfboat rowing as well. So good on you. Which club's that one? Uh, down at Sea Cliff. Oh, wonderful. So, That's it. That's a good sport, the old surf, the old surf boat. Can, I love that. So get to go between the two of them, and then I, you know, try and do some weightlifting, and then Biggie coaches me. We've got the mixed bag here, buddy. Don't you worry about that. A little bit I of everything. It. And what's that, what's it like having this great man as your coach? Oh God! It's actually, no, it's good. He's like he's firm, but. But, uh, he's like, just gr- a grumpy old man. You're not. Like, <laughs> if you're doing shit wrong, he'll tell you. <laughs> he's just a big teddy bear, isn't he? Uh, or a panda. 
I've got big panda hands that can't grip onto anything, you know. I'm just I'm like the I'm like Kung Fu Panda, that's all I've really got, man. You know, but like I was saying, Bella, about the community up here, it's it's Tours and Russ, the owners here that make the community as good as it is, you know, and without them we wouldn't have this beautiful setup with these beautiful athletes and beautiful people coming through, man. It's not just the results that matter, it's the people that walk in and out of the door and Tours is just one of the, the biggest parts of it all, you know. Her, her yeah. and Russ, man. That's, that's wonderful. And amazing community. CrossFit is such, <laughs> such an awesome sport as well. My wife used to do it, and I just couldn't believe, like, some of the stuff that you guys lift is impressive. It's pretty good. It's, it, I, the thing I love about it is that because it encompasses so much gymnastics and cardio and weightlifting is that there's no weight classes. You just get to, you know, have you get to compete with big girls and small girls and... It all, it all sort of comes out at the end. It comes out in the wash. It all comes out in the wash. <laughs> Bevo, I've got, to spot, I've got to spot another one of these athletes now. So I'm going to switch the camera around again. Yep. And we're going, to, we're going to spot Zali where she goes to squat. So what's, uh, what's <laughs> Zali going for here? Um, doing a front squat. 77 and a half. And how old is she? Oh, yeah. 16. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. She's pretty darn amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, so we might have some uh, future Olympians here in the gym, perhaps. Mate, seriously. And we've. I got scouted as a kid, right, Bevo? That's how I got into the sport of weightlifting, right? So they used to come out to schools and, and pick kids. But that doesn't happen anymore. But Victoria here is obviously, she's built up a system here um, to to get these athletes coming through into CrossFit. And then if they want to keep going in CrossFit or they get the buzz for doing some weightlifting, they come over to me and I coach them for weightlifting. And that's where Zali and Diana and all the young kids that I coach have come from, have come from Victoria's building phase, kind of like how gra grassroots football and stuff like that works, you know. Awesome. They have that building phase when they come through. Yeah, not every sport is for, for every person. It's Some people just find weightlifting and absolutely love it. So. Yeah, oh, I hate it. It's such a good thing. the opportunity for... Because we tend to get a lot of kids within the CrossFit classes that have tried other sports, but they haven't quite found the sport that is for them. Um, and we just get to offer them something different. Yeah, wonderful. See, Bevo, now what we're going to do here is we're going to get tours on one of these, I reckon. When Western Bulldogs have a game against Port, right, we're going to do yeah. a, a, a chewing the fat with you and tours, I reckon. I like when, it. When's Port versus Western Bulldogs? Well, who knows, mate, at the moment because the schedule's all over the shop. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, neither of you support Essendon, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, we should get on to um, what, what, of course, Dan Andrews said during yeah. the week. So that's... For those people yeah. that have been living under a rock, the yeah. Victorian Premier, Daniel Andrews, came out and Daniel said... Andrews, Daniel Andrews, the The biggest knob in history goes, don't get too stressed. They won't let you into Adelaide. Why would you even go there? Um, it's just, I don't even know. Surely after saying that, he must have thought, why did he even say that, why did he say that for? Surely I'm going to cop it. But he's, there's been no apology, Biggie. It seems like he just meant to say it. Mate, I heard it. I heard a um, um, on the radio today. 
that guess what? Who's heading over to Victoria to help out their um, contact tracing? South Australian health officials. Exactly. But it was funny because on Channel 10 they said, oh, ironically, that South Australian health officials are heading to Victoria to help support the contact tracing. Like, okay, yeah, there's, there's always a bit of banter in the in the in the um, state, you know, parliament and government stuff like that. But yeah, he must have as soon as it came out of his mouth, he would have just gone, "Oops," you know, especially because the state is going the way it is. Again, I think people look at it as a, as a in a way that maybe it's a their outbreak isn't hugely bad. It's not like we're in a Brazil or anywhere like that, but you know, it's sufficient enough for where we're at. Um, but I guess this is more about being careful what you say on television because the New South Wales um, uh, member for, um, uh, I think it was their like finance minister, came out and said something about South Australia as well. Did you hear that one? No, I missed that. Oh, yeah. you missed it. He turned yeah. around and basically said, um, uh, you know, why would anyone want to go outside of Sydney or New South Wales? You know, like we've got digital driver's license. You know, Adelaide's got digital driver's licenses, but you know they're pretty poor. Like everything that comes out of Adelaide. What What is wrong with these people? Are they just doing it to you know cause a bit of a controversy? You know, what people from New South Wales make themselves more like famous, it. or uh, uh, honestly, our food here is beautiful. Our wine's beautiful. Thank um, you. Traffic's so much better. I lived in Melbourne for fourteen months, and don't get me wrong. There's lots of good things about Melbourne, but I certainly don't miss the traffic over there, that's for sure. No, look, Melbourne's a lovely place. There's no doubt about that. Melbourne is a beautiful place. It's a, the sporting capital of the world, they say. And, that's right. You know, I know lots of people there in the strongman and fitness communities and all that type of stuff. But, you know, in regards to what they said, it's just like one of those stupid things. And, you know, and <laughs> I think um, Marshall has handled himself very well. And yes. uh, the way he's reacted to it all. And it's kind of like the WA Premier when he first came out and said he was going to close down the borders and didn't, you know, he told everyone not to come to WA. You know, it's, it's, it's funny times to sit back and look at the way government in our own country are fighting with each other. It's, it's strange, matey. Really strange. It, it, really, it really is strange. Speaking of strange, what a round three that we had. We had the oh. Suns beating the Crows for the very first time ever. Now, Biggie, I don't know if you knew this before, the average losing margin of the Suns against the Crows in the 13 times they played before was 70? average of 10 goals. And the Crows, yeah. got, the Crows got beaten by 50-plus points against the Suns. I think it was like 58 points or something in the end. Um, so that just shows you know, how well the Suns are playing. And how Wait, wasn't the zero, zero first quarter for the Crows? Yeah. Unbelievable. Unreal. I, yeah. I, I, watched, I watched the last bit of that game thinking it was going to be a tight game because I was like, well, you know what? The, the Crows are going to come out from their, you know, last week. They'll come out and they'll, they'll kick and they'll push. But, you know, I looked back at the results and went, my goodness, it was gone from the first bounce. It's phenomenal, wasn't it? And to oh, the, absolutely to the Suns, crazy. To the Suns' credit, they're playing so well at the moment. It's phenomenal. They're playing a beautiful brand of football. They just attacked the Crows left, right and centre. There was not one thing that the Crows could do. They were just being absolutely mauled at every opportunity that um, the Suns had. They just absolutely mauled them. It was fantastic to watch. And that's now finally, the, from what I remember, that is Gold Coast has now beaten every team in the AFL. Is that correct? I reckon you're right, mate. Yeah. yeah. I reckon that's what they said on TV is that they've finally beaten every team. 
Yeah, it's great to see as well because they've been getting hammered for years and, you know, there's talk about whether they were going to really fold as well last year and I reckon it's just wonderful, so good on them. Mate, can you, can, I don't know if you can remember when they first came in, they would always beat one team. Can you remember which team that was that they had the wood over? Because I remember it very well. Paul Power? No. No? My team. Oh, the Tigers. Richmond could not beat them. Yeah. We lost to them by like small margins every time. Five points, ten points, twenty, like it wasn't much, but we'd lose to them. They had us. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And then last year, obviously, um, remember that game at uh, Metricon? I think Richmond was up by almost 100 points at half time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what a turnaround, though. Obviously, they've got Ellis from us now as well, and he's playing a beautiful brand of football. I lo- you know, Ellis was a great player for us as well, but he's, he looks fantastic yeah. out in the field. And young Rao and Anderson and Lukosius, they've got some absolute guns oh, there. Lukosius is just a beautiful player. No, it's good to see. Good on him. And Mate, uh, did, did you see um, Gary Ablett having a crack on the siren? Yeah, he, he missed that. Obviously, he missed that easy one from 30 metres out against the Blues. And um, what about the Blues? How good did they play against the uh, Cats on Saturday night? Mate, this season is up there for grabs for anyone and everyone. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think teams like Richmond and, and Collingwood and, and teams that are meant to be the, the star player are just a deer in headlights at the moment. They really are. They're getting they're getting this real rude awakening from teams that have had no real runs in the last few years. And they're just yeah. They're just they're caught with their pants around their ankles almost. Yeah, it's quite unreal. And I couldn't believe the way the Hawks played against the Tigers last Thursday night, Biggie. That was just phenomenal, wasn't it? No comment. <laughs> no, it's only early days, mate. Um, Absolutely. And obviously, as we mentioned at the start as well, Ports won three in a row and seemed nicely on top of the ladder. But Creo, you know, they're not that solid. They, they gave a good run for their money, especially early. Mm. There's just a lot. Of, there's just a lot of great football being played at the moment. It's a lot of free football being played. Like it, it's just really different again to what we sort of see, like. Richmond obviously built that type of football where they could just dominate certain situations and got just so attacking and everything like that. But it seems to be just a really, yeah, everything just seems to be, again, really up in the air. And like I said, you boys are playing a lovely brand. And, you know, like I said, it's early days, but, you know, Port's the team to beat, mate. Port is the team to beat. Yeah, looking looking very nice. Um, A few people have come out and said they should just cancel the season um, because of, you know, the way with this COVID situation with Connor McKenna. And um, I just think that surely just one person testing positive doesn't need to just cancel the whole season. I mean, if if they get more cases and, you know, there's a few other teams that get, you know, have positive tests and maybe then look at that. But why cancel the season? People are just loving having footy back and they're getting the best TV audiences of, you know, for a long period of time and everything. So why, why ruin that? Mate, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Look, I spoke to someone the other day about it and I said, look, they could either put all the players in hotels and keep them separate to everyone in the human race. I guess that's one way of doing it, but an extremely expensive way of doing it. Do they move everyone to WA? I did hear that. It was, a, it was an idea, so they just put everyone in WA. 
uh, then obviously their response was, nobody wants to be talking to teams anyway. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I think we need it. I think we're at a point now where as long as the players can be trusted to do the right thing and the clubs can um, keep on top of these things, I believe that AFL should stay. It's a great thing. It's going to... I think the the real big thing coming out of this is there's a lot of deaths from coronavirus, but there's a lot of um, mental health illnesses and stuff like that. Football is the Australian pastime. You know, that and cricket, uh, what Australians live and breathe, basically, you know. So I think something like this will just keep everyone positive, keep a, a feel of normal normalness to life. And to be honest with you, as long as the stadium, it doesn't, I don't think, I don't know if you're the same as me, but I'm not really stressed that there's no one in the stands. Yeah, well, they're talking, they're saying today that they can have as many as 25,000 by Monday in Download yeah. Oval. So 50%, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, and obviously, mm-hmm. you know, they we've had what, one case in the last few weeks or something. So it's, SA's done so well. You know, what an amazing effort. Mm. Uh, to, for us to, uh, uh, my assumption is not knowing being a doctor or anything like that, but. You know, my assumption of anyone getting coronavirus would be very, very low right now, unless yeah. there's some sort of, you know, sneaky person that sneaks out of a hotel with it or something like that. But, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where we still obviously need to be very careful and very cautious to make sure we don't go backwards. Um, but I believe if everyone does the right thing and, and, you know, sticks to the rules, we'll be absolutely fine. And I think, you know, again, if the players do their own thing and stick to it, they'll be fine too. Yeah, no, you're right. Hey, uh, before I let you go, mate, um, how's the training going? What have you got coming up? Mate, this coaching stuff is what keeps me busy. Like I said, you've got half the team. I'm going to have to get... We'll have to, we'll have to do this again another time. I've got the other half of the team in here. <laughs> young Jackson Howie, I need to get in here next time, I think. Yes. Young superstar. Yes, um, But everything is good, matey. I'm looking forward to going to bed tonight. I'm knackered. I've trained very hard this morning. Looking forward to getting home. I've got a nice... Big bowl of pasta with some steak run through it. Beautiful. That'll be good, mate. Definitely put that away. And um, yeah, I might have to. I might have to send a few videos through to you, Bevo, and we'll get them up on the on the page. And um, no, we're, we're building nicely, mate. The, the injuries are slowly, uh, you know, fading away, and we're getting there, buddy. Or well, we need to get you in, Bevo. Get you in the gym and get training with Biggie. Yeah, yeah no, how, good, how good would that be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, I think that would be the bomb. Absolutely the bomb. We'll do some bench. Yeah. Mate, I should... Oh, I, mate, admit, I, went for a session, I went for a session on Saturday, mate, and that with a mate of mine. And yeah. um, before COVID, it was going okay. I was pushing like over 100 kgs and getting good. that sort of five, six reps out. Um, good. And then on... On Sunday, we went for a session, and it was our first, sorry, Saturday, it was our first session for, you know, at least, what, three or four months of doing real heavyweights, and, geez, you lose it pretty quick, don't you, when you can't sort of go heavy. Oh, amazing. And yeah. you get nice and sore when you first come back as well. Oh, so sore today. I'll tell you right now. So, yeah. Mate, yeah. we all start somewhere, and like I said, I think the Biggie, I think the Bevo and Biggie show is going to do... The Bevo Biggie Bench Press. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> All the bees, my man. Yes. Well, mate, I better let you get back to your athletes anyway. Um, thanks again for your time tonight. Great show, mate, as always, and I look forward to speaking again next week.
Mate, it is always a pleasure. Again, this was one of this is only our second show, but man, it was far left field, that's for sure. I was all over the place. But I think a few more of these out there ones will do us some good. Bill, it's an absolute pleasure. Have a great weekend and a great week. You too, mate. Take care. See you, legend. See you, guys. See you, buddy. Take care, bye, mate.